let me give you a little analogy. Hashtags are similar to pulling out a file cabinet drawer and having a ton of tabs all with different words on them. And when you open each folder, you have content that is related to that particular word. So if you pull out a file folder that is labeled summer, everything inside that file folder has to do with summer. Hey friends, and welcome to the Girl Means Business podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a photographer and educator on a mission to help you find your passion, power, and purpose through entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into today's episode because this girl means business. Hey there, welcome back to the Girl Means Business Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful week as we jump into the month of September. Guys, I'm so excited that it's September. Fall is one of my favorite times of the year, although it doesn't really feel like fall just yet. I know the official day of fall is not here yet, but anytime that calendar flips to September, it just gets my hopes up. I want all things cozy, sweaters, warm, snuggly blankets, fall weather. I want all the things, but as I look at my window, it's currently about 95, sunny, and the only thing that reminds me of fall is the dead plant that's outside my window right now, which looks pretty sad, actually, so I need to take care of that. But anyway, I digress. I hope that wherever you are, it's starting to feel a little more back to normal, even though I know a lot of you are homeschooling kids or doing virtual learning, but let's hope this is the end of the longest summer ever and that the rest of the year just gets better from here on out. And we're going to start making things better with today's episode. I'm really excited about today's episode. It's one that I've kind of had in my back pocket for a while that I wanted to talk about, and I just didn't have the perfect spot to put it. So today is the perfect day for it, and we're talking all about hashtag strategies. Now, before we dive into the strategies, I want to kind of give you a little backstory into my relationship with social media and hashtags. So I remember pretty vividly when Twitter first came onto the scene, and I didn't really understand it. Of course, I was old school, like MySpace, and I got on board with Facebook pretty quickly, but Twitter just didn't really make sense to me. It was just a bunch of text and these weird hashtags that people kept talking about, and so I never really got on the Twitter bandwagon. I enjoyed Facebook because it allowed me to share images and there you could put links to things. It just was more visually appealing to me. Twitter never appealed to me visually. But I kept hearing about these hashtags and they became sort of this pop cultural thing. They were on Saturday Night Live skits with their famous one with Justin Timberlake and Jimmy Fallon and people were hashtagging everything. And it was one of those things where I was like, am I too old for this? Am I too old to get on these social media trends? And I was like, maybe it's just something that's going to kind of die out. I'm, I just, I don't understand it. I don't have the energy for it right now. So I just kind of let it run its course. And I was like, oh, it'll die out eventually. Well, clearly I was wrong and I'll admit that. And I was really proven wrong with the start of Instagram. Now, Instagram and I had what I would call an instant love connection. I 
fell in love with Instagram. It became very quickly my favorite social media platform for a multitude of reasons. One of which being, it's so simple. You just upload photos and there you go. Visually, it's way more appealing. It feels a little less cluttered. It feels a little more streamlined. It feels a little more optimistic. These days, I feel like Twitter and Facebook are so negative and there's so much tension and there's so much whose side are you on, whereas Instagram is kind of like the happy little kid in the corner going, let's just play and have fun and let's look at pretty pictures. And that's one of the reasons why I really, really fell in love with Instagram. And then I started noticing those little hashtags popping up on Instagram. So that's when I was like, okay, if this is something that's not going to die out and it's something that clearly people are utilizing, I need to figure this out. And so I started diving into what hashtags were, how to use them. And over the years, I have just sort of played with hashtags in different ways to figure out what works best within my business. And I've done everything from, you know, the adamant, I'm not going to use them to I'll use them once or twice in a, in a caption that I'm not going to invest a lot of time and energy into it. And then I've swung the other direction where I say, no, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to use all my hashtags. I'm going to research. I'm going to do all these things. And now I feel like I have found the happy medium. And I'm able to use hashtags in a way that feels natural, that is helpful, that is increasing my engagement on Instagram and allowing me to reach a new audience, allowing people to find me and allowing me to find other people as well. So today... What I want to talk about is specifically how I've used hashtags in Instagram, and I'll talk a little bit about Facebook and Twitter as well, but how I've used hashtags on Instagram to help boost my engagement. And one of the reasons I feel like that this was a really timely episode is because just in the past week, I had a really interesting thing happen on Instagram. A few days ago, I had a post that basically had about 10 times the reach and engagement that my posts typically have. So on my photography account, my average reach is around 450 to 500 people. My average engagement is typically around 8 to 10% of my audience. Now, those are good numbers, but of course we're always reaching for more, right? So when this post went live, and a little kind of time out here for a second to let you know that I do not post in real time. I schedule all of my social media content in advance so that I am not having to scramble each day to create content. So every Monday I sit down and I schedule out my Instagram and my Facebook content across all of my accounts, and then they are automatically pushed out when they're scheduled to go out. So this particular piece of content went out, and I honestly did not even know that it had been published at the time. I just logged in at my normal morning time to check my account and saw that I had all of these new likes that I don't normally receive on my content. And so I went to see what was happening and I realized that my engagement was double what it normally is. And this was about an hour to two hours after the post went live. Now the post was nothing spectacular. It was talking about just this year in general and back to school And just the craziness of 2020, but how I have been able to look at it from perspective of what it's done for us 
in the best way. It's allowed our family to come together. It's given us time we wouldn't normally have. And so I was just talking about that. And I asked a question and said, you know, what are, what is something positive that's come out of this year for you? Again, that is not anything unusual. It's not anything spectacular. I've seen several posts similar to that. So it made me start questioning what's happening differently with this post. The image was of a t-shirt that had the lines from the theme song from Friends. Again, nothing spectacular. But as the day went on, my engagement kept growing and kept growing and kept growing. And at the time of this recording, it's been about five days since that post went live. And as of right now, that post has reached 6,788 people. Of those 6,788 people, 5,200 of them found me through a hashtag. So when I go to my insights, it tells me all this, and we're going to dive into all that in a little bit. But I want to say that one more time. Out of the 6,000 people that saw this post, 5,000 of them found me through a hashtag. It tells me right here that 93% of the people who saw this post were not people who were following my account. I received about 24 profile visits and about eight website clicks. I had about 300 likes, 51 shares, and 23 saves. Guys, that's higher than I have ever received on any of my content on Instagram. And it got me wondering, well, what's different here? Well, the difference is the hashtags I used. In this particular post, I used hashtags relevant to the year 2020. And in particular, I used the hashtag F2020. Now, when I was curious about which hashtags are people finding me through, how are they finding this? What's driving them here? I clicked on each hashtag to see if I was trending, if I was showing up in their most popular photos and content for the hashtag. And when I got to the hashtag F2020, I was about the seventh or eighth photo from the top. So I was listed in their most popular photos for that hashtag that day. And that's the whole purpose of hashtags. Using these hashtags allows people to find you. Had I not used that hashtag, I guarantee you that post would have had one-tenth of the success that it had, if that. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. 
Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're gonna love it just as much as I do. But because I was able to utilize relevant hashtags, again, the image and the caption were nothing mind-blowing. They were not anything groundbreaking. But because of the use of these hashtags, I now have more engagement on my Instagram account than I've had in a long time. Because it's not just that one post that it allows people to see. Now people have found me. I gained more followers. People are looking at my website. They're clicking on my link in my bio. They're engaging with my content. And Instagram is saying, oh, this person's content is relevant. It's something that people are interested in. So then since then, all of my posts I've posted since that one that got a lot of attention, they've all received more engagement. Because now Instagram is saying, I'm going to push this out to more people. I'm going to make this more of a priority because of the success you've had in the past with engagement. So when people ask me, what's the purpose of hashtags? What's the point? That's the point. It's for people to discover you. And it's not going to happen on every single photo that you publish. It's not going to happen with every single hashtag you use. But at some point, those hashtags are going to make a difference. So I want to kind of break down in this episode some of the things I've been doing with hashtags in the last couple of years that I've seen success from. But before I jump into those five things, I want to make sure that you understand how hashtags are being used. Because if you're not using them you're probably not fully aware of the purpose and the value that they hold. So let me give you a little analogy. Hashtags are similar to pulling out a file cabinet drawer and having a ton of tabs all with different words on them. And when you open each folder, you have content that is related to that particular word. So if you pull out a file folder that is labeled summer, Everything inside that file folder has to do with summer. If you pull out a file folder that is labeled 2020, everything inside that folder is related to 2020. That's the same thing with hashtags. When you go into Instagram and you type in a word, you type in summer, all you're going to see is it's going to it's going to pull up all of this content that's utilizing that hashtag, and that term. So it's a way for Instagram to catalog all the content on its platform. It's a quick and easy way for you to find things that are relevant to your hashtag, relevant to your topic, relevant to your business, relevant to things that your ideal client are interested in. So hopefully you're starting to see how the dots all connect and why these hashtags are so important. So now let's get into the five strategies. So strategy number one is where do hashtags work? Now you heard me talk about Twitter being sort of the founding father of hashtags and then Instagram is the one that really took it to the next level. But what about Facebook? I've had people ask me several times, can I use hashtags on Facebook? Yes and no. 
So let me clarify. Obviously on Instagram and Twitter, hashtags kind of run the show. Everybody uses them. Everybody's utilizing them to use as a search feature. It's not quite the same on Facebook for a couple of reasons. One, Facebook's search capabilities are a little more broad than Instagram and Twitter. So when you go into Facebook and you click on the little search toolbar and you type in keto food options, you're going to get Facebook group recommendations, you're going to get Facebook page recommendations, and you're going to get some hashtag recommendations. So Facebook search is a little bit broader than Instagram or Twitter. Now, to having said that, you can absolutely use hashtags on Facebook. They're just not as relevant as they are on other platforms. So when you go to Facebook, you can type in hashtag keto meals, and you're going to get a list, basically, of recent posts where people have used that hashtag. Now, it's going to take you a little longer to sort through them because they just kind of list them one by one instead of on Instagram where you sort of have the grid feature. But you can use them the same way. I will say, though, I don't think as many people are using hashtag searches on Facebook as they are on Instagram. I just don't think that's what users on Facebook are looking for. So I would say that most of these strategies are going to pertain primarily to Instagram, but you can adapt them to other platforms such as Facebook if you choose to. I know some people listening are not huge on Instagram. Maybe you love Twitter. Maybe you are an absolute Facebook fan. Whatever the case may be, you can utilize these same strategies on your own platform Just know that for me personally, they have worked on Instagram and that's where I've seen a lot of people have the most success with hashtag strategies. Now this leads us into strategy number two, which is how many to use and where to use them. Instagram allows you to use up to 30 hashtags per post. However, I don't recommend using all 30. And here's why. One I feel like it's like you're trying too hard a little bit. And two, to me, the whole reason I'm putting hashtags in my content is to find the ones that work the best so that I can really have a focused effort on which hashtags I'm using. And if I have 30 hashtags in my post every time and I see that one post gets a ton of traffic because of hashtags, I really don't know which one they're coming from. So if I limit to about eight to 10 hashtags per post, then I'm able to really kind of focus on, oh, this grouping has worked really well, or these handful of hashtags are really successful for me, or vice versa. They're really not. When I post these eight hashtags, I get zero traffic from them. So I need to knock them off of my list. But if I have 30 hashtags, it's going to be harder to really narrow down which ones are working and which ones aren't. Now, I know it might seem a little counterintuitive because a lot of you are thinking, but yeah, don't I want to throw everything I have at every post? Yes and no. I still believe that there needs to be a strategy behind this. It's not about just throwing everything you have at the wall and hoping something sticks. If you are a little more strategic about it and you're thinking about 
what worked last time? What can I change and tweak this time? It's like a scientific experiment. You have to have a constant and then you change one thing. And if that makes a difference, you know it was that one thing. But if you have 5 million things happening at one time, it's really hard to figure out what the one thing was that made the difference. So my personal preference is about eight to 10 hashtags per post. And the second thing is, where do you put these hashtags? So there's three different ways that you can utilize hashtags in your content. The first one is to integrate it seamlessly into your caption. So for example, if you are talking about the dinner you made last night and you put in, I made this really incredible hashtag keto dinner, that's a way you can seamlessly integrate your hashtags into your caption. The second way is to put them right below your caption. So a lot of times people are scheduling their content, they write it out, and then they leave a couple spaces and they drop in their hashtags right below. The third option is to put your hashtags in the first comment under your caption. This is my personal preference and this is how I choose to do it, but really in all the research that I've done and in all of the articles I've read and other podcasts I've listened to, everyone always says that there really is no right or wrong way as long as they are in your post somehow, some way. The reason I choose to put mine in the caption is more for visual appearances because I don't want somebody reading my content or my caption and then having to see all these hashtags that I used. By putting it in the first comment, it sort of hides them. People don't have to see them. And as other users start commenting on my post, it's gonna get kind of buried within the comments. And so then it doesn't feel like I'm flaunting my hashtags all over my Instagram captions. So that's my own personal preference. Some people choose to put it in the caption just for ease of use. Some people put it under the caption. It's totally your call. There is no difference. Instagram does not favor one option over the other. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, photographers, are you ready to make 2024 your best year yet? Growing a business is tough. You're following all the successful photographers and experts, soaking up their best advice and downloading all their free guides, trying to replicate their success only to come up lacking, blaming yourself when their methods don't work for you. But the truth is, it isn't you. Free content and one-size-fits-all courses can only get you so far. What you need is personalized help and guidance, but that can get expensive. Well, not anymore. I've created the perfect solution to get you personalized results for less than $2 a day. Introducing the Focus Photographer Lab, a one-of-a-kind coaching membership that gets you one-on-one -on -one results for a fraction of the cost of traditional coaching. Inside the lab, you'll find the three C's to success, classes, coaching, and community. With classes, you gain access to a treasure trove of pre-recorded trainings and invaluable resources. With coaching, you get monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions, along with my favorite part, the weekly one-on-one -on -one office hours, where we get to address your unique questions and challenges. And then there's the community, where you get to connect with an amazing group of talented female photographers who share your passion, supporting each other and inspiring each other to greatness. The best part is it doesn't come with an expensive one-on-one -on -one coaching price tag. You get all of that for just $47 a month. 
You can even try it for free for 14 days to make sure it's a good fit for you. And there is no contract and no obligation you can cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Head down to the show notes and click the link to learn more and get signed up today. And let's make 2024 our best year yet. All right, so number three, and to me, this is a really big one, and that is using your insights, just understanding the data behind your hashtags. So this is something that I've been doing for a while, and it's really helped me to stay on top of things. It's similar to tracking your finances. You know, it's really easy to bury your head in the sand and just say, oh, it'll all work out in the end. I don't want to know all the little details and the nitty gritty. But when you really pay attention to your finances and you can keep track of it and you know what you're spending and you know what's working, you know what's not, it's the same thing. You feel more in control of it. And that's how it is with hashtags as well. You want to feel in control and like you're in charge of this. And the best way to do that is to understand the data behind it. So there's a couple things I do to help me track my hashtag data. One is I utilize the insights of my Instagram post and my Instagram account all the time. I'm checking them daily. And the reason I do that is not in an obsessive way, but it's more of a scientific way. I want to see what's working. I want to see when it's working, why it's working, or what's not working. And why do I think it's not working? Why did it work this time, but not this other time? It's one giant experiment, and that's kind of the fun of it. So the best way to track your insights is when you go to your Instagram account, when you pull up your content, your post, you will see a little thing right below on your photo where it says view insights and promote. Now, I need to put in a little asterisk here and say, this is only for business accounts. And if you are marketing your business and promoting your business, you need to be utilizing the Instagram business accounts because that's where you're going to get all this really great data from. So if you have a business account under each post, you'll have a little blue phrase that says view insights. When you tap on that, it's going to show you how many likes, comments, shares, and saves you have. It's going to tell you how many people this post reached. And what that means is how many people saw this in their feed or saw the post in general, laid eyes on it. Now your reach and your likes are very different. Your reach is how many people literally saw your photo. That doesn't mean they double tapped it to like it, but they saw it somewhere either in your feed or in the search feature or in the hashtag search feature, wherever it came from. Then if you scroll down a little further, it's going to tell you like how many actions were taken. So how many profile visits, how many website clicks. Then it's going to tell you how many, what percentage of them weren't already following you. And then this is where the key stuff comes in. The numbers below where it tells you how many overall impressions you have, how many of them came from your home, how many came from your profile, and how many came from hashtags. Now home means like they were scrolling through their their feed and it popped up. Your profile means they literally went to your profile page and that's where they saw the photo. And then from hashtags is they found you because they were searching for a hashtag and your photo popped up. 
So that's what you're looking for is that from hashtags number. Now here's the downside. It's not going to tell you which hashtags they were searching. That's where you have to really dive into which hashtags was were I using and really kind of look at, okay, well, I don't normally get this many people coming to me from hashtags, but I used a new hashtag this time and I bet that's the one that did it. And so being able to track the hashtags that you're using, being able to track which ones you're, you're you know, working for you and which ones aren't is another great way to do this. And you can do this however you like. I have done it a couple different ways. I've tried spreadsheets. I have tried tracking everything in a notebook. And what I find really works best for me, since I'm doing a lot of this on my phone, is using the Evernote app. It allows me to screenshot when something is on my Instagram insights that I want to keep track of. I can make notes of things and I can save it all within the Evernote app. And then when I get ready to create my content and schedule everything out for the week, I can pull up the app and I can really clearly go and see, okay, when I used these hashtags, I got these results or these are the hashtags I've been using for a while and it's not working for me. And so I'm gonna stop using those for a little while or I'm gonna find alternatives to those. And it allows me to track when I'm researching different hashtags, all of that work that I put into finding the ones that are gonna work best for me, that all gets tracked right there in Evernotes. And it's just super, super easy to go back and look at again. You can also go into your Instagram insights by going to the set, like your account, and then clicking on the three little bars in the top left corner. And then you can go into insights. It looks like three little kind of a bar graph. Click on that. And it's gonna give you your insights for your entire account. So it's gonna show what is working best for you, what are your top stories, what are your top content, what's your general overview, how many people are you reaching, are you up in your engagement? Are you down in your engagement? Usually it goes for the last seven days. And then you can obviously change that to look at more in detailed information. But that's one way that I have really found has helped me to hone in on which hashtags are best for my brand and for my content. And so you wanna make sure that you're finding some way to keep track of it. Because again, you wanna make sure that you are creating strategies that are working for you, not against you. Because if you're just sticking with the same five hashtags every single time and it's not getting traffic to your site, if you're using the same five hashtags and you go look at your insights for the last five posts and you've only had one or two people find you through those hashtags, it's time to do something different. Now, if you're using five hashtags and every single time that you use those five hashtags, 70% of your traffic is coming from those hashtags, keep it up. You're doing awesome. But if you don't know if they're working for you, then you don't know what needs to change or stay the same. So you really have to dig into that data. You really have to use those insights and keep track of what's working for you and what's not working for you. It goes both ways, which sort of segues into number four, which is choose your hashtags. Now, I like to say that this is my Goldilocks theory. You remember the story of Goldilocks and the three bears where their one porridge was too hot, one was too cold, and then she found the one that was just right. Well, hashtags are similar to that. 
you have hashtags that are super hot. You have ones that are just millions of people are using them every single day. And then you have the ones that are kind of cold. They're the really, really, really niche down hashtags that nobody is, is using, nobody is searching for. Your goal is to find those ones in the middle, the ones that are just right. They're warm, they are not too hot, not too cold, and they're gonna fit with your audience and your brand. So how do you find those? Well, here's a quick little overview of what you need to do. One, you need to create a list of all of the words and phrases that relate to your business. So for example, as a photographer, a lot of times I use hashtags like wedding photography, Dallas wedding photographer, Dallas boudoir photographer. These are good Goldilocks hashtags because if I just type in hashtag photographer, There's going to be, I think it was like 13 million people are using that hashtag. So the odds of my photo, my content getting seen using that hashtag is really slim. Now, if I were to go the opposite and get really specific and say something like hashtag Dallas wedding and boudoir and family photographer, That is a one, it's way too long of a hashtag. And two, it's way too niche. It's too specific. But if I go with that middle ground of Dallas wedding photographer, or even more and narrow down to the suburb or to the smaller city, I could say South Lake wedding photographer, or I could say Flower Mound wedding photographer, which those are all little towns in my area. Those are going to be those little Goldilocks hashtags. And I know this because I've done my research. I go into Instagram and I type in those hashtags and I look and see how many times they're being used. If they have really small numbers, then that means they're probably too specific. On the flip side, if they have huge numbers, then they're way, way too hot. So I try to look for those ones that are somewhere in the middle. Now, I don't wanna give you specific numbers because it's gonna be different based on the hashtags that you're searching. So just make sure you kind of get a broad idea. Type in some of the more abstract hashtags you're thinking of using and see the numbers that they're producing and then work backwards from there to find that nice little middle ground. All of this leads into tip number five, which is experiment. This is all one big science experiment. So go back to your high school science lab days and get ready to really try out some new things. There is no magic system that's gonna tell you exactly which hashtags work for you. I wish there was. If there was, I would be telling you all about it right now. But there's not. It just takes time and it takes really digging into the hashtags, putting in the work to try different things and figure out what works for you. Because I can sit here and I can tell you which hashtag worked for me. I can tell you that when I used hashtag F2020, it got me tons of engagement. But I can go use that same hashtag tomorrow and it's not gonna do a thing for me. Or I can tell you to go try it on your feed and it may not get you the results that I got. It may get you better ones or worse ones, I don't know. It's all one big experiment. So don't be afraid to try new things. Don't be afraid to try out new hashtags. You're not wasting a post because you are experimenting with your hashtags. 
you are not going to be wasting time because you're trying a new hashtag that you aren't sure is going to work. You need to constantly be trying new things, looking for new trends, figuring out what is working in your industry, what are other people in your industry using that's working for them, what are your ideal clients using, what hashtags are they posting, and what hashtags do you think they're searching for? These are all things that you have to be thinking about. And I know that sounds like a lot of work. And I know it sounds like a lot of energy you're putting into thinking about these hashtags, but I promise you, one, just do a little bit at a time. I say this about everything in business, baby steps. I'm not asking you to go crack the code today. I'm asking you to start with little things. Start by figuring out what hashtags do you want to be using? Are the hashtags you're currently using working for you? Go look at those insights, figure out what's working and what's not. That's a great place to start. If you're not sure, if you've been using hashtags and you're not sure what's working, go back and look at your insights and jot down some notes. If you haven't been using hashtags at all and you're ready to start using hashtags, then my first piece of advice to you is figure out what are the keywords that match your brand. Are you a photographer? Make a list of photography words and not just the words that you would use. Make a list of the words that your ideal client is looking for. I see a lot of people put out as photographers, they'll say hashtag DFW senior portraits. Well, a lot of your clients are not using the word portrait. They're using the word photos. So if you use hashtag senior photos, you might get a little more traction. So make a list of all the words that you and your clients are using to reference your industry. Then make a list of all of your area words. So things like the town you live in, the state, the community, the neighborhood, the part of the downtown that you're in, whatever it might be. And then I want you to think about some keywords that match your style. So again, going back to photography, because that's what I'm most familiar with, Are you a light and airy photographer? Are you a moody photographer? Are you a travel photographer? Do you prefer photography that is around a specific genre? Those are words you can start writing down too. Make a list of every keyword and phrase you can think of. And then start doing your research. Go on Instagram and spend some time looking up those hashtags and see how they're performing. That'll give you a head start. The next time you post, add a couple hashtags in and check those insights, see what happens. All right, before we wrap up today's episode, I want to let you know that if you liked this episode, if it's something that got you interested in learning more about hashtags, if you want to dive deeper, if you're thinking, Kendra, this was really good, but I need more help. I need more guidance. I need a little bit more of a push in the right direction, then I highly encourage you to join me over in the Business Builders community. It's a monthly membership program where I guide you through a different aspect of your building every single month. So each month you get access to a new topic where I walk you through how to implement that topic inside your business for immediate results. This is not like a regular course where I throw a ton of information at you at one time and you have to sort through on your own. 
This is me holding your hand through doing business. It's walking you through all the different topics that you need to build a really strong foundation so that your business is successful. And it's giving you tools that you can implement right away to see immediate success and results. If that sounds like something that you're interested in, I would love to have you join. This month, we're talking all about hashtags. I'm giving out tons of information, tons of resources, even examples of hashtags based on your industry, a entire workbook to help you find the right hashtags for your business, and tons of extra tools. Plus, each month you get a social media caption calendar, an entire month worth of captions that you can use to start boosting your social media presence. Now, if that wasn't enough to get you excited, here's the extra really exciting part. When you sign up, not only do you get access to that current month's content, you get immediate access to all the past month's content as well. Guys, that means that when you sign up, you are going to have access to so much amazing information and tools right at your hands that you won't even know where to begin. But don't worry, I am here with you the entire way. I'm inside the Business Builders Inner Circle Facebook group, constantly helping out, encouraging, giving tips and advice, and even offering some one-on-one services. So if you are ready to really rock your business at the end of this year and moving forward, then head to the link in the show notes or head over to girlmeansbusiness.com forward slash business builders and sign up today. I can't wait to see you in there. I can't wait to help you start growing this business. And of course, if you ever have questions, I'm just an inbox away. All right, guys, have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I will see you back here next week. Same time, same place. Same place.